Hello and welcome back, you wonderful weirdos that listen to this podcast. Today I have a great driver for you and an even better friend of the podcast, Jake Elliott. You may know Jake if you've seen any rounds of the East 10 Pro-Am or ever driven at Clarksville. It was an absolute blast chatting with him, and I really wish it could have been in person, but these are the times we live in right now, so gotta do what you gotta do. Well, I don't want to keep you t- waiting too long, so let's go ahead and get to it. How long has it been since you've been able to drive? Uh, aside from a couple laps I took in Hooman's beater car at Clarksville yeah. last month, I have not driven my car since January. How bad are the withdrawals? Awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, drift depression is real. Oh, man, I bet. Um working to uh, raise awareness. Yeah. Um, man, you have too many things that you're trying to raise awareness for, apparently. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Seems that way. Oh. So. Found it. it. Once you have engine issues figured okay. out, you have suspension that you like down there now. Oh, yes. Because you're running Fortune Auto, right? I am. I'm running Fortunato 510s. That's right. They are amazing. Um, it was night and day different. I don't doubt it. And then you're a, you're on T56 Trans, right? Nope. 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 I am on an NV3500. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the cheapest of the cheapest trans you can buy and make work with vanilla. <laughs> What's it uh, out of? Um, they came in uh, late nineties, early two thousands. Uh, the Vortec V six S tens. Oh wow! Yep, but uh, a lot of people don't like them because they're short. Okay, um, where the shifter pops out is like. Uh, solid six inches or eight inches, maybe, uh, from where the factory shifter hole is in an S13. Oh, shit. Um, that's, that's, uh, that's a ways. Yeah, it's, it's significant. Um, but if there's all kinds of different things you can do to remedy that. Okay. Um, and so, like, if, uh, I don't know if you can recall the last time you, like, looked inside my car, but I have a, a very interesting looking shifter uh that kind of comes up and then backwards towards yeah. the rear of the car and then up again <laughs> um which a lot of people look at like oh that's got to be so weird but um it's really not it like it feels like exactly like shifting a normal uh shifter that's rad man so yeah but no we're um actually with the new engine we're uh like right at the very top of the, the limit for what the strands is rated for. So, and then with the uh, new engine, is it a six liter iron block? Yes. It's a six liter. It's a LQ four base. Okay. And then obviously we've, uh, you know, not left a whole lot of LQ four <laughs> in it, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, at its base, it's an LQ four, which is a third gen six liter iron block. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a great spot to be starting out, especially, uh, it, I mean, it's not horrible numbers from the factory engine style, but 
No, no, not you at all. You can build the shit out of them is the nice thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much what we have done. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Because you're not throwing yeah. boost at it yet, right? No. Yeah. Uh, no, we uh, will be NA again uh, for whatever is left of this season. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, we should be looking at boost uh, this coming off season. Okay. Hopefully. That, so, that'll be pretty fun. Yeah, that's where my plan is. We'll we'll kind of see where where it goes, but um, yeah, our our limiting factor at this point is the uh, is the transmission. Yeah, um, the transmit that transmission's only rated for like 400, 450. Ooh. and uh, yeah, and we're we're right there at the we are in that area, <laughs> so or, we're we're anticipating being in that area. Yeah, what um, what possessed you to go like? It seems like a weird find to to see. It's like, hey, here's this S10 transmission that works um, with this. If I'm being honest, uh, we were building on a budget. Okay. Um, and uh, I actually got the idea from Corey Cooper. Okay. Um, his very first five three swap, uh, he did it with the in the bass boat car. If you can remember that far back. Uh, he did it with a NV thirty five hundred, and the cost, mind you, it's not the most ideal transmission, but the cost sure. associated with it is half, if not less than half, yeah. of any other transmission option to put behind a an LS. Yeah, because I mean, so. you typically are going to see a T fifty six, but those aren't exactly cheap. No, T fifty sixes are expensive. Dog boxes are expensive. Yeah. CDO not CD double O nines are not super expensive, but yeah. the Collins adapter makes it, you know, just as expensive as yeah. everything else. So I can't wait to start um, seeing like TR sixty sixties and stuff like that start going uh, around. <laughs> um, another one that uh, that people are starting to look at is the uh, the AR five. I don't know what that's from either. Um. The uh, five-speed, uh, like, Colorados and Canyons oh, and stuff. okay. And then uh, I guess they also use the AR5 in that uh, that weird little Saturn car. Um, the Sky or? Yeah. Was that the little convertible one? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that one. I just saw the most yeah. interesting video on one of those. It was a Hoonigan video of a guy who 2J swapped a Sky. Apparently, the 2J can run on those transmissions. Like, he didn't have to transmission swap. Oh, wow. And I was just like, that's rad. So he had like a 700 wow. horsepower Roadster. Saturn Sky Roadster. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty freaking cool, man. Oh, <laughs> like, it, it would be fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd play with it. Right? I, I need a fun car again. At least you, I mean, at least you still have a comp car, just haven't been able to drive it since January. Oh, it's been so sad. Um, so much sadness. When are you but hoping to, is there an event that you're hoping to be able to celebrate bringing it back and run into? Um, I've been, so like I said, my, uh, my, you know, original plan was to be at Clutch Kickers around four, yeah. uh, but due to just, time and summer classes and budget and uh you know all those kinds of things um 
you look like you happen. have all these things keeping you busy like you have a family and school <laughs> yes, and yes. have all this other work stuff going on and then you have to f- uh, still fix your car and yeah uh, i have a lot of help <laughs> absolutely that's the, that's the only way that it happens i have a lot of help good old andy and but, buddy yeah andy and buddy uh and there yeah and then like there's does buddy help more or distract more Ooh. <laughs> oh man um i love buddy of course i love buddy too uh i'm gonna say it depends on what we're doing that's fair that's fair <laughs> uh because if like you know like uh all this stuff to get uh the car ready to get wrapped and everything like fixing the body damage from last year and you know just kind of prepping the chassis and getting everything cleaned up and fixing fiber, you know, like I can just imagine you, you fixing a huge dent on the side and like, just finally everything lines up, looks perfect. You just take a step away to admire your work and buddy's dancing on the hood. No, uh, <laughs> honestly, that's probably flip flopped. <laughs> uh, when it comes to body work, buddy is, this the, is the man. Okay. <laughs> Uh, he he actually went to uh, school long before he uh, became a truck driver. Oh, nice! Uh, but yeah, he went to school for uh, auto body repair. So yeah, when it comes to fiberglass and body work and all that kind of stuff, everything that I know about body work, which isn't excuse me a whole lot, um, I I more or less learned from Buddy, uh, a little bit from Brad um, and our uh, our friend Craig from uh he's local to up here uh, cool. he res- builds and restores uh old studebakers and oh man stuff like that. yeah so yeah but no uh when it comes to body work it it's it's all buddy <laughs> um, I, I i don't even try because i hate it and uh, uh i'm not very good at it so <laughs> so he got in, he had to be in charge of it after you had a fiberglass corvette bring a door (laughs) well like uh, the funny thing is uh like as good as the car looked last year and is coming back together to look now uh every panel on that car we had we got second hand there's not a single panel on the car that we bought new really so yep the uh our front bumper and side skirts. Um, if you remember a couple of years ago, um, when Zach Leffel, uh, totaled that, uh, that black S 13 hatch at Bristol, uh, the side skirts and front bumper came off of that car. <laughs> um, the back bumper, what's left of my back bumper cover. Um, cause I, you know, I cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think the back bumper cover came from Tommy Coldwaters. Okay. Tanner or Tanner is alias. <laughs> um, uh, the spoiler, I don't remember where it came from. Some Somewhere off Craigslist, I think. A hideous thing. Um, I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the hood, uh, we found a buddy of ours had it here in town and it was like rusted and oh, the louvers were cut but it wasn't like finished and so we like finished it but it still looked like crap and uh and funny enough i'm actually going back to the original hood that came on this car 
Okay. <laughs> so, so yep, I managed to track down the original hood. Uh, like a long, a long time ago. Like original, like original, original that came with the yes. car. Oh wow! Yes, original to the car. Yep. That's pretty sweet. Yep. A uh, long time ago, before I ever did comp stuff, uh, right around a little bit. Of, not before I started drifting, but uh, definitely before I started drifting with any sort of seriousness. Sure. Um, uh, my car was still a KAT, and I had a valve cover oil leak okay. that leaked down onto the downpipe and Ooh. soaked the header wrap and ignited. And it, there was a small but not so small fire. Sure. And uh, the like the the fire department came. Um, <laughs> It was like two in the morning and I was test driving in my neighborhood and then there was fire and I like called, I called Brad frantically. Uh, like he had gone to bed probably 30 minutes prior to this, uh, cause there was an event the next day and I called Brad like frantically like Brad, the car's on fire, uh, uh, help <laughs> and like hung up <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. I'm surprised uh, the Brad, first call wasn't to Andy. He doesn't seem like he sleeps. Uh, well, Brad was closer. Okay. Uh, I was right around the corner from the house and Brad was renting our spare bedroom at the time. Gotcha. So, yeah, uh, Brad was closer. Um, and, uh, Brad, uh, as the story goes, uh, ran downstairs, found the only thing <laughs> that he could find, which was a half a gallon of apple juice. <laughs> um, and uh hops in the car and realizes that i didn't tell him where i was uh i said i'm around the corner but i didn't like tell him which corner or what sure. street or anything and so brad is like screaming around the neighborhood and his loud ass miata trying to find me <laughs> and uh, i'm in the in the middle of the road beating my engine fire with my hoodie because that's all I had. <laughs> and uh, Brad shows up, runs up, and like hands me half a gallon of apple juice. And I didn't even question it. I just tossed the whole thing on it. And we got the fire out. And then, of course, uh, the fire department shows up after that. Um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was an ordeal. But uh, anyway, so the hood got damaged uh, in that fire. And, uh, we ended up, uh, I don't know how, but it ended up with another buddy of mine and, uh, he just kind of stumbled back on it and was like, holy crap, is that my old hood? And he was like, yeah, I was like, what are you doing with it? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he's like nothing. And I was like, uh, can I have it back? And he was like, yep. <laughs> and so I got my old hood back and, uh, buddy put a lot of hours into it. Uh, making it smooth again and not all uh, fire burned it, burnt sure. and charred and scarred and paint flicking off and all that. But uh, yeah, so original hood back on the car. So, and now uh, with our new engine mount, I'm going to cut it up. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, so uh, probably with your S13, is that your first drift car or did you have a car that you drifted before it? Um, I, I can't technically say it's my first. Um, okay. Is it the first that I, you brought to a track or still no? No. Um, I had a KS14 that was crap 
and uh, we went out to Chilhowie, and that was the first drift event that I had ever gone to. Okay. And uh, that's where I met Louie and all those guys. And, of course, Buddy and uh, Mike Montanti and, uh, you know, a bunch of OGs that, you know, I'm sure you know all of them by now. But, um, yeah, so we went out there and I basically pestered Louie all day long because <laughs> I was like an E3 in the Army or maybe an E4 by then and uh, did not make a whole lot of money. And didn't even have, I didn't even bring spares. Like oh, I, I just, I just was like, Louie, I just want to try it just once. Can I just try it? And finally at like four thirty, like right before the track was getting ready to go cold. He's like, all right, just go. <laughs> I'm assuming and, uh, this, you drove the car to that event, right? Oh yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, from Clarksville to Knoxville. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was an, it was a mess, but yep. That was my very first taste of drifting was in that S 14. And then, um, I've had so many like S chassis and Miatas. I think there's an E 30 in there somewhere. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think I've had I'm up to like nine or 10, uh, S chassis. I've had four Miatas an E 30. Um, there's probably someone forgetting about, I don't know. <laughs> Those are the main ones. Um, but yeah, I messed around in Miatas and, you know, and then uh, looked for a long time for my S13 and finally found it and then built it as a streetcar and then started drifting it and then tore it down and built it as a race car and ruined it. <laughs> so. so what convinced you to finally settle on the S13? Um... I'm going to say purely aesthetics. Okay. Um, I've just always loved the look of an S13 coupe. Like it just, uh, I, but yeah, I think purely aesthetics. Okay. Um, I'd already had tons of, uh, you know, S14s and uh, one or two S13 hatches. Um, but I always wanted a coupe. And so I just looked around until I found a coupe. And then I daily drove it for two years and then I built it and then I broke it and then I I tore it down and ripped all the pristine interior out and uh, put a cage in it. Was it a good looking car whenever you first bought it? It was probably one of the cleanest S13s. Like grandma driven, never drifted, all original part. (laughs) When I first bought it, the car had 142,000 miles on it. Just barely broken in. Um, the only aftermarket part that was on it was aftermarket front tension rods. Okay. And the uh, guy that I got it from said that it, it was the guy that he got it from, who I guess was an older gentleman. And he said the only reason he got those ones was because they were cheaper than factory ones. <laughs> and other than that, it was a uh, bone stock and automatic. Oh, wow. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, working heads up display, uh, the whole nine. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very, uh, very, very clean. Now, uh, just thinking uh, with yours having the, you know, not going like T56 or CD09. 
Did you have to go through and get a custom drive shaft for yours or? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I used, um, Dave's drive shaft down in Nashville. Nice. And, uh, he, uh, built me a drive shaft and yep. Uh, I mean, but in, in retrospect, like the cost of a, of a built, you know, custom drive shaft was like negligible oh, yeah. compared to the cost of like a, an aftermarket one. I mean, when, um, it, it's kind of funny when everyone talks about, Oh, you should just LS swap it and everything like that. They never seem to add in the, like the price of like the adapter kits that oh, include yeah. a billion different things. Um, mm-hmm for to actually complete the swap where it's just like oh but the engine you can get it for four hundred dollars you know running from a junkyard so you can just throw that in there right <laughs> and then it's like yeah, four grand later you're like hey i'm almost done it's that easy <laughs> yeah just don't focus on any price tag <laughs> <laughs> pretty much um, oh man sorry i'm i'm just flooding your uh our, our messenger chat with uh, the evolution of my car. Oh, that's cool. What it is. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't think we've ever uh, talked about where my car came from. I don't believe so. Um, now, talking about like you going to Chill Howie, do you remember like what convinced you to go to a drift event or what got you into drifting at all? Or uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I got in with the with the some of the OGs of Clarksville Drift, um, Mike uh, Mike Montanti when he was still living here, um, Marco Martinez, John Elrod, those crazy um, people. Yeah, yeah. I still need uh, to get Marco on here. I've had John. <laughs> yeah, man, I miss John. I haven't seen John in, since last year. Now he's still insane. Yep, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, um, his car's actually uh, looking really good. If you've seen this pictures posted yeah, online, yeah, oh my god, I, dude, that E46, uh, and I there's something about a sedan. It just, man, oh yeah, it just just makes me feel good. Sedan life. <laughs> yeah. One day I'll get oh, the GTO I a, running. <laughs> found a picture of a, of the fire damage. Oh, look at that, man! Um, I'm sending you all of these. So many little dings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I uh, found the, the fire damage pictures. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Did you get any brisket yeah. with all the smoke on there? Oh, God, it was so bad. <laughs> I didn't even look at, like, I in, I would intentionally walk through the garage and, like, look at Brad's car. Like, I wouldn't even look at my car for, like, oh, a, solid, a solid two weeks. Like, I, my feelings were so hurt. And in the grand scheme of things, it was, like, like the damage for an actual engine fire, like the damage was like next to nothing. Oh yeah. It, it, <laughs> I mean, it really, the hood took the blunt of it. Like it took a lot of the damage because the turbo still looks fine. Uh, yeah, there was, uh, let's see. There's some vacuum lines. Obviously I had to get a uh, sure. turbo oil feed line made a little bit of wiring, um, brake lines, uh, I'm surprised all the spark plug wires look like they're fine. Yeah. So if you if you look the first picture of the burnt hood I sent you. Yeah. You see all the that stuff towards the bottom, the like 
insulation that's like on the bottom of the hood. Yes. Yeah, I still had all of that on the bottom of my hood. Oh and my so God. eventually it just started climbing up the hood. Yeah. And then, of course, it like as it burned, it just got worse and worse. And then it started like raining fire onto the engine. <laughs> and so then I was putting out fires in different parts of the engine bay. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a mess. See, that, uh, like, like that to me just seems like it would have been the it's the perfect hood to use if you needed to throw a high ram intake on a LS swap yeah, for it. That's that's what I mean. It's not a high ram intake. We're running the uh, uh, LS two intake, uh, but yeah. uh, the uh, we we changed motor mounts and transmission mount, and the engine is sitting a solid inch or so higher oh damn than uh than it was uh than the five three was no so yeah we're gonna have to get creative to make that fit (laughs) since you you've gone full race car with yours do you run solid bushings or what type of mount Um, setup do you have so brian broberg um s13 babe yeah carrie uh, her boyfriend, fiance, husband, I don't know what they are. Uh, <laughs> significant other. <laughs> her, her significant other uh, makes um, uh, engine mount adapters that bolt onto the side of the block and basically allow you to use a KA style engine mount. Well, that's cool. And so, yeah, yeah, they're pretty neat. And he builds them and they're like quality, like powder coated, like they're they're really nice um and then you know you've got a good amount of adjustment and stuff uh but uh so last year i was using uh circuit sport ka polyurethane mounts and uh apparently my engine shifted at some point and one of the runners on the header like actually melted half half of the mount at some point so (laughs) yeah yeah we found that when we after we blew the engine up and are we everybody gives me shit when i say we blew the engine up sorry hey, look if they helped you build the car we then they helped together. you destroy it <laughs> like we we are a team we win together and we lose together when i'm on the podium i'll be saying we too <laughs> um but no um does that mean the next trophy buddy gets you need to say we tried yeah right there you go <laughs> asshole um, <laughs> uh, that freaking guy. <laughs> Funny enough, though, that's that's how he, that's how Nate Hamilton remembered us. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> my dickhead uh, spotter. <laughs> but uh, I even got yeah, to bring you up on the uh, Nate Hamilton podcast for a minute. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, you didn't um, see? You're not even listening to my podcast, man. I thought we were best I friends. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to that one. I thought we were besties. Dude, I've been in classes all the time. <laughs> I haven't stopped. I'm just giving last shit. Week I wrote, last week I wrote like 23 pages from Sunday to Thursday. <laughs> well, that sounds horrible. Uh, yeah, and then this week I started a whole new class. So, uh, no, See, I have not got to listen to the Nate Hamilton podcast yet. It's on my list, though. It's like ready i just have to get to it in the key see i, I made a nate hamilton podcast and then i've watched it slash listened to hamilton like 10 times since then oh well, there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean, totally dip- the same guy yeah, I, yeah I'm, totally I'm, totally the same guy i mean they're probably like brothers or something nate hamilton alexander yeah. hamilton same thing yeah same 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 thing. <laughs> uh there you go send you that one i'm just gonna flood you with pictures <laughs> as i scroll through them um 
Uh, let me get back to where I was because I was sending you like in order like the evolution. Yeah, <laughs> the evolution of the hood. Uh, no, the whole oh, of the car. Life. Gotcha. It's it's changed so many times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, it seems like it looked nice for quite a while, and then it got triangles on it later on. And hey, man. Don't let Brad hear you talking about them triangles. Dude, I love those triangles. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know Brad my thoughts on those his, triangles before. <laughs> Brad said his inspiration for the triangles was, I wanted it to look like you drove through a puddle of triangles. And it did. And that was it. Yeah, and it did. Yeah. So, I mean, 100% success. Go, Brad. Yeah. yeah don't, I, don't tell him that, though. He, he's got a big enough head already. Well, I mean, Brad's never going to be on the podcast, so it doesn't matter. Oh, poor Brad. Well, technically, wasn't he on the human first one? Oh, you know what? I think he was. I think he was in there. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I can't let him back on then. He's already been on one. He doesn't even drift. Mm, He drifted like twice, I think. He had an IS-300 that he drifted once, and then I let him drive my car at Mid-Pond last year. I mean, (laughs) that doesn't count. (laughs) He he does, like, skids. (laughs) I've skidded around a turn before, too, okay? I I have a truck. I think think we all have. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. My Sierra has a 4.6. I know all about this, or 4.8 or whatever the crap it is. There it is. 4.8. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that thing has no power. I I, I want to do something uh, stupid to it at some point. Just freaking. Uh, oh no, that's uh, uh, fucking. There's something you can do to four eights. I don't remember what it is. I thought about just buying like an eight hundred dollar uh, eBay turbo kit and turning it on. <laughs> I mean, you could do that too. Uh, if you wanted to be like even dumber for cheaper, you could just get like a stage three truck cam and. Uh, flash the ECU and get the vats off it and then send it. <laughs> Seems like a solid idea. It's a four, it's a four, eight. It'll rev to the moon. Like, yeah. And see, the nice thing is I don't have to worry about doing a swap. If I need a new engine, I, it's the same exact engine I can yeah, throw in. Just it. drop it. You can five, three it. And I can six liter it. You could, you could. I don't think six liters are that expensive. Uh, 800 bucks apparently is the going rate. That's not bad. No. Nope. You compare that to how much, what is an LS1 will cost you 1500 to two grand for a 5.7 aluminum? At least, yeah. And then, I mean, LS2s and LS3s are quite a bit more just because there's so much more you can oh, do yeah. with them, but. Yeah. No, we're uh, LQ4 6 liter, uh, Gen 3, and 799 LS1 heads, comp cam valve train. Uh, do you do you still run a GMECU? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm a stock ECU on uh, HP tuners. Yeah. Um, HP tuners um, is so damn con- like. It really is. I, I really and wonder I what possessed GM to be like the one company out of the bunch to just make the friendliest ECU to work with. Apparently. Yep. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Nah. Um, and then this year we actually, because we're switching to E85, okay. and I I can't afford to buy freaking E85 from in a drum. <laughs> so we're using pump E85, so we have to be able to modify our tune on yeah. the fly. If we, well, know, pump if we E85 is so consistent. 
Yeah, it really is. Like, <laughs> as long as you get it from the same pump, like it, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so, uh, we're doing that. Uh, so we ended up having to buy the, uh, HP tuners, uh, I forget what it's called, but like the, the sweet thing. Sure, sure, so sure. now I can, I can hook up to my ECU from my laptop and forest is going to give us, uh, multiple tunes. So we'll have our normal tune and then we'll have a tune for higher ethanol content and then we'll have a tune for lower ethanol content. Okay. And that way, and that way, we're safe. So yeah, it, uh, HP tuners is. I'm I'm you know, for not having a standalone harness and ECU and all that, I'm very happy with it. Have you considered going to a standalone like a Link ECU or something like that, or um, have you just been pretty happy with the GM stock one? Uh, for an NA car, I'm like I I would recommend HP tuners all day. Um, however, I do have friends that have, uh, very, very nice things that make me want very, very nice things. And, uh, yeah. Does one of those first names start with an H and the other one's second, like last name start with an H? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, the, those guys, man. Uh, I can't wait yeah, to see the no. G37 and the th- I can't wait to see the 370 once it's running. Dude, I just want to be back at FT. <laughs> like, I've been so sad. Are, are you are you, you are you planning on going to any rounds at all this year? Of FT? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. uh, well, it largely depends on how human and Jonathan plan on, uh, working out the rounds that are on the West coast. Yeah. But, um, like St. Louis and Texas, I should be at. Okay. Uh, I should should be be. at St. Louis. I don't know about, I'll probably not be at Texas, but it's really not that bad. If you can believe that, like it's a solid day of driving, but it like the overall event time, like the amount of time that you're gone is no yeah. different. Like, well, well, I guess depends on when you leave, but, I, and you know, like, it's going to be Sunday as well this year. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. Yeah. Why is it Sunday as well? There's two rounds or is, I guess At, pro two is only going to be one round. Yeah. Per event. Yeah. No. Yeah. So pro, pro two pro, should be the same. Yeah. Pro one is doing two rounds per event. So it, Right. They'll right. be drifting yeah, Friday, then, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So pro, but pro two is, well, I mean, I could be wrong, but yeah. from what I saw, pro, pro two is, um, still the, uh, Thursday, Friday event schedule. Yeah. I, be- and then I, I believe one you're correct. Be, yeah. And then pro one, I'll just continue for an extra day basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like for us, it'll be like, you know, our normal, for at least for St. Louis and Texas, we'll leave Tuesday or Wednesday and then drive back on Sunday. I don't know about pro two, but I recently heard about pro one, not doing qualifying this year. So, uh, I also heard that I'm very interested to see how that's going to work. Right. <laughs> uh, it's so weird. Pro one, it won't be bad because you don't have more drivers than you do in a top. You don't have more drivers in the field than you do spots in a top. True. Two. Uh, with Pro 2, you have literally twice the number of drivers. Yeah, so I, I think I, last year it was, I, what, like 58 drivers or something like that in Pro 2? So 
58 drivers competing for 16 spots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, it was a very very crowded. Um, they they really, <laughs> man. If if they're extending uh, out the events by a day, they need to just do a top 32 for Pro Two as well. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. Um, um, it like you know to have. Uh, that level of the sport where most of your programs are privateer programs. So you've got these guys literally dumping everything they can. And don't even get to actually be seen driving realistically. Literally three, you know, half to three quarters of the drivers don't even make it to the show. Yeah. Like it, it's, uh, it's, I mean, I get it. You know, I'm sure there's scheduling and, you know, all sorts of stuff that I, don't even know about that you know that fd has to consider but i'm just saying like sure they, they're making it really rough on the on the pro two guys trying to you know who are trying to progress in the sport and have demonstrated a you know a certain affinity a certain skill level to to be at the pro level yeah. and uh, and so, it's 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 rough that's I, for sure i mean definitely at the point we're at now you have so many drivers that have had to work their asses off with going through pro-am series to get in not you know mm-hmm. i know you yeah. you'll have the handful of drivers that can still get in through petition in other ways but right um well for, that and we're seeing uh we're seeing a a, a large increase in uh shootout licensed yeah. drivers which people uh go back and forth on the on the i guess the validity of being licensed through a shootout and you know being licensed in one weekend versus yeah. having to run a whole program for a whole season and shootout license to me kind of seems like garbage but I'm, if i get hate from that whatever that's just my yeah. opinion on that one just because you have I mean, a you, like I, I get it you showed that you had skill but it takes more than skill to run a series to run yeah to compete you have at to that have, level. Yeah, you no, have to have that budget and endurance to be able to keep yep. going and to be able to show up at events that aren't just oh you went to the event that's 30 minutes from your house cool um and you can drive that's great but can you drive 20 hours to this event over here or you know five hours because you look at even like the east 10 you have bristol you, you had nss bristol and lanier all in the same series and and z max and z max um so like you have there's like no matter where you live you're doing some driving oh yeah yeah absolutely uh yeah like like i said i mean it it is an interesting um route that is available to drivers that are trying to get licensed sure um but you know i i mean i guess just be wary of what you're trying to take on if you're going to make that jump And you have not, you know, at the very least, like, you know, if you've got a pro two or if you've got a pro-am driver that's run multiple seasons in pro-am and happens to do well at a shootout and get licensed through a shootout, then uh, I could, I mean, whatever, like, you know, he did well enough to get your license and you know what it takes to run a season, then go for it. But if it's just somebody who, hopped in a car and won a shootout and has never run a program season, then they, they're going to have a big old learning curve <laughs> without a doubt. So, so 
what kind of mental instability do you have with you knowing friends in Pro 2 and you still wanting to compete in Pro-Am to get into Pro 2? Uh, <laughs> uh, man, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, I'm, I'm sure you've had plenty of talks with both Human and Jonathan about their time spent in Pro 2 and you got to be I, there and experience uh, a lot of it with them. I, I know. Oh, yeah. I've been with Human since the, the beginning of his yeah. Pro 2 journey. So I know I don't I mean, you I know, the hell that goes into it. it. Yeah. I, I know all of the all of the the time and money and heartache and yeah. Like trailer axles. All of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, just you know everything that goes into it um like it you know i guess that i mean that is a a blessing and a curse because i you know i I know what what goes on behind the curtains um you know it's not just this mythical dream world that's full of tire smoke and rainbows and unicorns and whatever people think FD is. Like I, I have no um, doubt the <laughs> adrenaline rush that you get with competing with other people at that high of a level is amazing. Oh, I'm sure. And just like that test of skill, but at the same time, <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, and to be honest, me and buddy, uh, have talked quite a bit about that, about, you know, uh, what does, the end of this journey look like for us like what what at what point can we look back and say you know what we did what we what we set out to do yeah um and uh you know we can both agree that that you know we want our pro 2 license um and really uh i don't know like whether we actually ever compete at that level i have no idea um it's it's gonna just depend on where we're at in our lives. Um, I know if I magically got handed a pro two license right now, there'd be no way. Yeah. Um, like just sim- like the, the stars aren't lining up for it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Financially, logistically, like there'd be no way we could afford to run a pro two program. But, um, if you get pro am, you know, then you get what, two years to be able to try and compete into pro two. I believe so. Yes. But, and then, you know, like, you know, like we were talking about earlier, usually once you're licensed, um, so say, you know, you got, you know, you went through a pro-am season and won your pro two license and it's good for two years and you don't compete. And then you go in that third year and try to compete nine times out of 10, FD is going to take your money and be like, all right, get out there, kid. (laughs) Like, you know, um, uh, yeah, you again. You've demonstrated that skill level. Like they don't sure. really have a reason to say no to you at that point. At least that's my take on it. And the, like, there's um, been plenty of pro one drivers that have skipped a few years, and then they're like, "Hey, can I get back in?" And he's like, "Yes, you're Tanner Faust. You can come in, or you're Nate Hamilton. You can come <laughs> yeah, in." Yes. Yeah, yeah Nate. Uh, it it was funny. I was uh, scrolling through my uh, uh, Facebook memories or whatever, and there was one from like years and years ago i don't even know probably like 2010 2011 12 maybe i don't know but i was watching nate hamilton drive fd <laughs> like on the live stream and oh, i i guess i took a picture of the live stream and posted it and uh, <laughs> yeah and so that's right and then yeah yeah so and you know now he you know i i 
we've talked with him a whole bunch and, you know, just, uh, about how much his program has grown just since he kind of stepped back from competing and just focused on building the brand and, and, uh, generating content and, you know, doing all those things that, that sponsors and fans like to see. And, um, yeah, and then a little bit, you know, he's he's let us in on a little bit of sure. uh, what his plans are for re-entering the the competition world. But no, I'm and we even chatted about guy, that a little bit guy, on our last episode. Great driver, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, great guy, phenomenal driver. Um, he's helped me out at me, it, me and Buddy out a ton, um, and uh, I'm stoked to see him finish that that other car he's building at 370 yes get get back out there because i know he'll kill it i I was watching one of his newer uh youtube videos and saw that on there and that thing is starting to be sweet yeah if you follow all the the 144 racing and the 144 print house and all the different um yeah i guess facets of his 144 brand uh but if you follow all of them you'll you'll see a lot of you know like It'll be the S13.4, and then, like, in the back, like, in the corner is just a bear cage 70Z cell. Like, you know, no doors, just sitting back there. <laughs> so, like, I, I know you got that you were able to get team shirts printed through them. How has it been working with them to try and build up yourself for drifting? Uh, wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Um, uh, to be fair, and because I know he'll listen to it because he sits and drives the truck all day, uh, <laughs> it was Buddy's idea to approach Nate and see if he would be interested in a collaboration on the team shirts and all that. And uh, uh, basically, I was like, uh, I mean, screw it. The worst he can say is no. Like, <laughs> give it a shot. And uh, Nate was super receptive. Um, and then even after that was like crazy, super helpful. Um, all the way down to the point where like I wanted to get a youth small <laughs> made for my daughter. Oh. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, it was a little bit challenging to fit like all the different, like, yeah, there's a lot going uh, on on that shirt. Uh, on the back, yeah. <laughs> all the sponsor logos and, yeah. and our number and name and all of that. And, uh, you know, he was like, well, it might not look exactly like the other ones, but I'll, I'll do the best I can. I was like, dude, I'm sure whatever you come up with yeah. will be fine. She's going to be stoked either way. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, you know, like, yeah, he sent us, you know, came up, uh, did the design, um, and then, you know, in exchange, we ran the, you know, we're running his logo and, yeah. um, on the sleeve and, uh, you know, like I said, just overall, the experience was great. Um, uh, I just realized a fundraising so idea that you need to do for your brand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need to have a setup of him to get you a bunch of koozies for you to sell at Clarksville. Oh man. Like five dollar koozies. I don't know that Clarksville needs any more reason to be any more rambunctious, sir. Sir, <laughs> it's already going to happen. You're just making money off of it, okay? That's fair. Let me help you. To, uh, <laughs> actually, me and Buddy, uh, every time we wear a shirt to an event or something, uh, 
we get people asking where they can get on it. So me, me and buddy need to uh, get on it and play another team shirt order for uh, through through Mr. Nate. And team shirts and so koozies. People will lose the koozies, koozies, so you'll continue to sell them at each That's event. That's true. They are a durable item. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go, buddy. Whenever you listen to this, apparently we need koozies. The mayor said so. <laughs> Oh man, I, I'm so glad that you have representation from the mayor of drifting. Um, <laughs> maybe that needs to be my brand. Holy shit, I like that oh so much God, more. That's great, drift yeah. mayor. Yeah, there you go, the mayor of drift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And see, now what's funnier is like anybody that listens to this is gonna have no idea what we're doing. Oh, very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Uh, should we tell that story or like, Oh, I mean, you're more than welcome to, if you want to, um, I mean, we can just let it be a mystery. Like, I don't care. Very <laughs> true. Uh, is, is your daughter going to hear this podcast? Uh, maybe <laughs> she, I don't know. I mean, shoot, we're probably, yeah, we're going on. 49 minutes now so i don't know that anything will hold her attention oh no 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 but just be like (laughs) hey daddy got to talk with someone today (laughs) (laughs) oh well as soon as i say daddy got to talk with the mayor today she's gonna be like not funny (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's amazing well in case she listens to it hi aubrey i love you (laughs) oh man so is it the best feeling in the world to have Aubrey get in the car and go for a lap? Oh, it's my favorite. <laughs> she she has been riding in the drift car. I say riding. Uh, when she was little, little, I would put her in the car and then uh, I would, you know, go hop in line and yeah. basically just like, like not even quickly autocross the track, but like just enough to where she would feel some G's sure, <laughs> like, sure, and the sure. engine would make noise. And she was so little, she didn't care. She just loved it. it was and, just uh, a yeah, ton of trying fun. to be safe, you know, of course, you know, she's little, but, uh, and then as she's gotten bigger, now it's gotten to the point where she'll run 70 mile an hour, 80 mile an hour entries and be like, why aren't you going faster? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. Why are you being a pussy? We'll be sitting in line on grid and I'll look over and she's like signaling to the freaking grid worker uh, or the grid attendant rather like <laughs> signaling for tandem. I'm like, <laughs> look here, little girl. <laughs> Simmer down now. <laughs> Look here, all right? Your mom said no tandems. <laughs> you ain't big enough. Right? Calm down. <laughs> in, in like three or four years, she'll be in there just patting the side of the car, trying to get someone to oh, hit that I side. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't doubt it. Not even one bit. Oh, no, nah, she's. So what's going to be her first drift car? No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, she she likes anything with pop ups. Okay. She likes Miata. She likes T40. So you're saying she's going to have a Corvette. Uh, Got it. Oh, <laughs> and I like nothing against Corvettes. They were just like, the nose is so long. Like I just, they were just awkward and that, and she definitely isn't getting LS powered off her first, off her, on her first go around. I know better. <laughs> oh, that's just rude. <laughs> no, no. She's going to get it leaky ka and suffer like the rest of us <laughs> will, will there be any ka's alive 
and uh, I, I don't know how old she is for sure. So she will be eight in October. So so uh, in like eight uh, more uh, years, buddy. will any K A still live? Because I doubt it. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, I don't know. Like any SR twenty like, in the US or KA, I think is going to be dead. Probably. Um, honestly, realistically, she'll probably end up in something a little bit newer, like an eighty six um, or something. Yeah, eighty six like, or or three fifty Z or something. Yeah, you know Z thirty three, something like that. That makes sense. Um, yeah, you know, if she if she absolutely falls in love with it with a two forty, then of course I will go find her two forty and. And you'll and, just VQ swap it, and <laughs> yeah, we'll figure something out. But no, that, that little girl. I've seen the way she drives her go kart. V eight. <laughs> See, I, I, mean, I, I kid you not, man. Her mom and her mom bought her a go kart, and she was riding it around uh, at her grandparents' house. And uh, I think she said it took her about three laps around the house to get the hang of it, and then she was drifting it. And then she was drifting it and she was between the side of the house and a fence and she lost control and knew enough to know that, uh, it was better to crash into the house than to crash into the neighbor's fence. <laughs> so she drove within an hour. She drove her go-kart brand or well, not brand new, but brand new to her yeah. brand new go-kart through her grandma's flower bed and into the side of her grandparents' house. <laughs> I was like, I don't even, I mean, like, I'm not even surprised. (laughs) And she was like, well, I didn't want to hit the neighbor's fence. So I figured the house would be okay. (laughs) I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah. I was like, man, I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Jake, why have you been there? (laughs) Uh, Man, (laughs) I didn't want to hit that other car, but that K rail looks mighty fine. (laughs) Right. The K rail is going to be fine. Okay. Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Forewarning: If you drift, there will be dark days. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure it's helpful at least having a daughter that loves it and a wife that puts up with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have uh, done a lot of a lot of talking about Buddy and Andy and Tony and Josh and Drew and all these people that. Zach, I, Brad, like man, see now I'm gonna start name. I started naming yeah. names, and now I'm gonna forget somebody, and somebody's gonna be old man. Well, that's only because they don't matter if you <laughs> forgot them. No, <laughs> I just have a crappy memory. But no, there have been lots of hands put on my car. Oh, there. without a doubt, and that's one of the great <laughs> things. It seems like is when you're a friendly guy. There's so many people out there in the drift community that are willing to work with someone and help them out. And oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, well, I, I've, I've, I've known people the saying uh, the only downside is the, you know, not a single one of us is as dumb as all of us. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I've not heard that saying, but that is, that is very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I've done so much talking about all these people and have not said anything about my wonderful wife who puts up with my shenanigans and, encourages me to chase this stupid <laughs> dream that we have and wait she encourages it uh kid you not uh i was crewing for Human in 2017 
Okay. Um, it was FD Texas 2017. Yep. And uh, we were sitting out on the hotel patio with Rob Carlson and Rome Charpentier and Hooman and I don't even remember who else was there. But anyway, yeah, we were sitting out there with all those guys and uh, hanging out. And uh, she called and I was sitting there, you know, telling her about my dreams yeah. to go go drive pro-am and chase this thing and see where it goes and and she basically said go for it um you know don't bankrupt us <laughs> and uh, and look was, at what you more, did <laughs> that was more or less the uh, one of the only stipulations but no when uh when i told her about you know wanting to drive pro-am and stuff she was all for it and you know and what makes that even more amazing to me is that um you know she kind of came into this blind um, yeah. in terms of like she was not a drift fan before she met me i don't even think she knew what drifting was before she met me yeah <laughs> and uh we're like yeah, okay let's so, sit down and watch tokyo drift i'm gonna show you what this is about. <laughs> <laughs> no uh <laughs> it's funny enough when we when we started dating she actually uh she used to live here, but then lived in North Carolina and she came back and then, you know, we kind of, we went out on a date and I, I did, did all, I put the, the moves on her and, uh, we started dating, but probably the first three or four months or so we were basically long distance dating. Oh man! <laughs> and so while I was running all over the place, chasing human doing pro two stuff and uh she would watch the live stream and all that from north carolina and uh i'd send her like different links for different live streams and try and explain it to her and i'm sure she probably didn't care but she watched them anyway just to appease me well that just means she's uh, a wonderful person she absolutely is with the patience of a saint to deal with <laughs> uh, me and buddy can you imagine it, like, she's, she's actually had to live crazy, with right? buddy oh my god i forgot i didn't think yeah. about that that poor to woman to be fair to be fair buddy as a, to be fair. As a um to be fair <laughs> no, uh, buddy as like a housemate is like completely different than oh, buddy sure. as like a like a the normal character of buddy that we all know. I, I will joke around about <laughs> buddy all day long, but buddy is an absolutely wonderful human being. And I love buddy. He really is. He is the godfather of my son and the uncle to my daughter. And, and I even felt like I love buddy enough that I photoshopped a picture of his for free. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so that he could have yeah. fountains in his Las Vegas picture. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that, <laughs> the fountains were shut down. He was so upset about that. <laughs> I think I'm fairly certain I was on the phone with him when he walked up to the fountains and saw that they were off. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, because turning the fountains off is going to stop the COVID. <laughs> I mean, I can People see it stopping me. gatherings. Yeah, I guess. I'm just like, man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <sighs> just let me be petty, all right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, like, in all honesty, I'm so concerned about round four for clutch kickers with Florida being the way it is right now. Yeah, the mindset the mindset down there has completely changed in the last couple of weeks. Like, the mindset everywhere is completely changing. I don't know if you've seen it, but, like, all the... um 
just like with the with the number of cases spiking yeah. and all that. Like, I, I, I really seen, feel like like we're gonna get shut down again. I've seen people still in Florida. They're just f the mask. It's the government trying oh, to control yeah. us, and <laughs> I'm just like, okay, so that's the mentality that we're gonna get of everything shut down. Just wear your mask, and you can still go drifting. It's not that bad. I promise. I mean, I, I don't know. Like if I, if I'm going to be around people like within close proximity to people, I can see the mask, but like, like if I'm I'm getting out of my car, if I'm getting out of my car to pump gas at a gas pump by myself, like, Oh, I get that. Like, 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 yeah. All right. I'm out of my car, but I guess my thoughts more so are, when you're in, you know, if, if you have like clutch kickers, you're going to have four or 500 people, you know, v- oh, yeah. very close proximity. It's probably like, even though you're outside, it might be a good idea to wear a mask. Probably, um, or yeah. like I inside mean, department stores and stuff like that. Now, like if you're just driving yeah. from point A to point B or you're pumping gas and you're not having anyone near you, I don't really care. But yeah, like, I, I, I just see the people with the mindset of screw it whatever and i'm just like that's the mindset that gets that's gonna get more things shut down and i want drifting i want to take pictures of cars going sideways so i I just need people to stop that that are stopping that from happening to go away Uh, yeah i think i think the only other thing that i have with the mask is they're literally letting people use anything as a mask yeah and like I get it. I mean, the the whole something is better than nothing mentality. But in terms of microns, it's really not. (laughs) Well, I I think it's supposed to be that it travels within the moisture. And if if you're capturing the moisture, you're stopping the majority of it. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. But uh, and I, I, yeah. I heard somebody, uh, somebody. I fully understand the science of how big of a virus is versus you know the filter size of a of a piece of cloth. Yeah, it was something like um, using a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. Yeah, I've seen that too. Right, so, something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember exactly the phrasing, yeah. but and for a lot of stuff, know. that's like, a, that mentality is one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, it's but I mean, I guess at the same time, though, a chain link fence might stop a few mosquitoes. Who knows? If you electrify <laughs> it, you might kill a couple of them. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we should do that. Like, uh, I just got a bug no, zapper. I can't wait um, to use it. Uh. <laughs> dude, I want that bug, uh, like assault gun. Yes. You know, where you put, like actual table salt in it. And you it, shoot flies. Oh my god, I need I that in my life. That just looks like so much. It looks like so much fun to me. I think it's called like the uh, the assault rifle or whatever. Yes. Or bug yes, assault, something like yeah. It's one of the two. Something. But. something. Yeah, it's a play on words of some sort. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. That that would be yeah, so much fun. fun. Up and up until I either shoot the girlfriend with it or one of the pets with mm-hmm. it, and then I would just feel bad Dude, for the rest of the day. Dive, she, I wouldn't feel bad if you shot her. She's gonna turn around and light you up. Oh no, I'd feel bad <laughs> if I shot one of the dogs because I couldn't deal with them thinking that I, I mistreated them ever. Uh, <laughs> Her, yeah, she yeah. she beat my ass, and I probably couldn't walk the next day. But like, I tripped like, and fell. I happened. promise. <laughs> I ran into a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into a door. It was my fault. Uh, um, no, Sarah's a sweetheart. She wouldn't hurt. You. I love her more than anything. She's wonderful. 
Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> If you're listening, hi, Sarah. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast. No, sure she does. I doubt it. Well, I guess I'll find out yep, with this it's one. It's kind of like I the time that. that I made fun of Human, and then Human's like, hey, what the hell? Why are you talking about me? <laughs> I don't die. Like, I lost it so bad. Because, like, I, <laughs> I was just like, Human would never listen to this. Why the hell would he care? Human's an asshole. I was, Human's not an asshole. I love Human as well. But he's like, hey, what are you doing talking about me on the podcast? I'm like, who told you? He's like, I listened to you. I was like, oh, you listen to my podcast? That's so cool. And the message is lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, so I, I know I've, I've brought it up multiple times for the next event. Do you think you'll be able to hit up NSS this year at all or? Um, uh, yeah, I think we started talking to that and I went off on a tangent and then we got on something else. Um, so basically the car is, I would say we're in the 90 percentile of being done. So August NSS maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Um, right at the moment, uh, you know, being as, you know, clutch kickers around four isn't happening for us. Um, right at the moment, I'm basically going to be going to start looking for events, uh, you know, later on in July, August, um, basically events to uh, test and tune and make sure that we're good to go. And uh, I think the first comp event is going to be LS Fest East as long as that happens. No. And then yeah, that's, that'll be that's September 11th weekend. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, we'll be looking at clutch kickers around five in October. Okay. Um, have you considered trying to hit up Barry's adrenaline racing event? I have, I have, uh, Barry, Barry, uh, Barry and I have been talking uh, quite a bit in the last couple months because he's actually doing the new wrap on the car for us. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So he's like, hurry up and finish your car. I need people to drive this. (laughs) (laughs) But they, uh, that, well, that was like before, uh, the series actually kicked off. Sure. But from what I understand, like he's actually getting really good turnouts at the at the Adrenaline series, and they look really fun. I think last so, time I talked yeah. to him, he, it's it's up to having three classes, like a drift class, a grand touring yep. class, and a truck class. Yeah, yeah, that's what he told me as well. So yeah, it's it looks really fun. I like that uh, it's kind of a new spin on. Uh, just motorsport that is available to us in in the southeast like in this area um and you know barry's been in several different types of racing and he knows how to put on a good seamless event and uh yeah so i've I've heard nothing but good things about it and uh if we can get this car done and get get schedules to line up i would love to make it out to one of those for sure because i think the next adrenaline racing is in two weeks um, yeah it should be two I weeks remember when it is. uh because it's it's like it's like the 27th or something i've seen 26th or 25th or something so somewhere in there oh yeah no yeah you're right uh it's the last weekend in july yeah and so then the, it's the 25th and then like the second weekend of august i think is nss that one is more than likely what we're going to be looking at is in terms of like first drift event. Make, that um, makes sense. De- depending on how the car comes together, um, I'll be back out at the shop. Like we we're Andy and I were 
mapping out the oiling system today because we're introducing a lot of new components to that. Are, um, are you staying with a wet sump or are you going dry sump? No, no, it's still a wet sump, um, but we're incorporating an oil cooler and we're also incorporating an active sump. Okay. So, um, yeah, so just like figuring out how we're, you know, one, where we're putting everything uh, in that engine bay <laughs> and two, figuring out like, uh, you know, how we're going to plumb it all, what fittings we need and all that. And then, um, so well, we were, we were doing all that today. And so hopefully cross my fingers, I'm hoping I will get to hear this thing run for the first time this week. If you ever decide okay. to go dry sump, I have a pump. So just, oh. yeah, just let me know. I'm just going to grab the, <laughs> grab the setup off of whom and Z. Is that thing supposed to run again at some point? His three fifty. Uh, yeah, if we could ever get mine the hell out of the way. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, no, actually, I, I say that jokingly. No, uh, uh, yeah, we've got a little bit more to do um, to hopefully get that uh, LS seven back together, and so then he'll have get three that thing cars back in his car. Yeah, well, um, but then we're, car. we're also. We're also uh, installing his new SFI bell housing, and uh, okay, the, he got a hall tech for it. So yeah, we're doing you know some other odds and ends yeah. in addition to uh, engine stuff, and so we're just kind of slowly chipping away at you know at both of those cars, and then the, Andy has, yeah. The SFI own. bell housing Business. you have to have in Pro 1 and Pro 2 right now, right? Uh, that is my understanding, yes. Are they? Do you or know if you, they're going to be introducing that in Pro-Am? Um, not from what I've heard. Okay. Um, I think I think the consensus was that that's a little bit of a steep requirement yeah. <laughs> for Pro-Am. Um, but, I, uh, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if, they came out and were like, yep, good luck. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I can, but, uh, I can understand them. Like the justification can be there for them wanting the exact same, uh, oh, requirements yeah. for yeah, pro yeah. two as pro am, but at the same time, it kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, trust me, like, you know, having to buy a fire suppression system and, oh yeah. you know, and Hans move device the, and Hans device move the kill switch to the other side of the. That's such uh, a shitty thing for the kill switch like, thing. That was that uh, seems like bullshit uh, to we, me. I mean, I get it because they want you know everything to be accessible to track staff from one spot on the car. Yeah, that, so everyone knows exactly where it's going to be on any car. It's yeah, so you know, no matter what car it is, all you have to tell track staff is go to the driver's side A pillar and turn all the switches off, yeah. or pull the fire suppression trigger, or whatever. I get it. Yeah, you know, but everything is all easily reached from the driver's side A pillar. So that part I get, but it's just yeah. It's I mean, pain. It is what it is. <laughs> we uh, we kind of came up with our own. A creative solution to that. <laughs> um, we put a remote pull tab nice. uh, on the kill switch and ran it across the cowl to the driver's side. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, technically it works. Yeah, it is a switch it, now on the driver's side. So it kills all power to the car and is accessible from the driver's side. A puller. Sounds perfect to me. Should have been a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> 
no. Um, but yeah, no, that was like, is really in, just in terms of like, like just being able to fit a switch over there, like it was going to be very difficult. And so, uh, I can't remember. Actually, I think it might've been Jonathan Cash's car that I saw that. Okay. Um, I don't remember. It was somebody's FD car shoot. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I remember uh, seeing the remote, like, and it's the same style pull trigger as uh, fire suppression. Oh, that's trigger. cool. So it's a little red T handle that says off instead of fire. And yeah. we mounted it to the driver's side and, and ran a cable across and drilled a little hole in the, in the switch for the, you know, on the actual, switch mechanism on the kill switch and there you go now just a purely curious question have you ever been part of any of like i I know you have tons of friends in drift that you've helped and you've been helped by plenty of people out there have you ever Mm -hmm. been part of any of like the little drift groups like battle tested and stuff like that (laughs) yep okay i wasn't sure uh, yeah, um, actually, before Battle Tested, there was a uh, team Catawampus. <laughs> so, and uh, somewhere, I don't even know if I still have it, but it was liter- it's literally a slap. There was a couple different ones, but my favorite one was literally a slap that it was like lime green. It said team Catawampus. And then the whole background was just like pictures of kitty faces, like little kittens. That's amazing. So, yeah, that was one of my favorite ones. But Bring yeah, back Catawampus. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, if Marco listens, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> now whenever yeah, I shout, see... Shout out, to all the, shout out to all the OG Catawampus guys. Now whenever um, I have Marco on, I have something to talk to him about. There you go. It'll just be an hour of team, me telling him to bring it back. Just, it has to come team back. Kitty, team Kitty Lumpus. Team Kitty but, Flappers. Uh, Got it. Yeah, there you go. Um... Yeah, so Team Catawampus kind of, I, I guess, predated, battle-tested. Um, we, uh, Brad and Buddy and Zach Parker and I kind of had a, like a car meet thing going on. Okay. That it was called uh, Ridiculous Coacher. That was before any of us were really in drift. And so we hosted car meets here in, here in the area. And were you a stance like boy? I was not really, um, even that, even then, no, I really wasn't. Um, I, I didn't, uh, I did not enjoy scraping and doing all that. So I just wasn't my thing, but, um, yeah, no, we, we just liked hanging out with, you know, car people and meeting new people and giving people a place to gather and not be out on the streets doing stupid stuff even though that still pretty much happened. But <laughs> as soon as they leave, yeah. everyone just does a burnout anyway. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like the, don't get into hosting meets. Nobody listens. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Hey, but, we, uh, we have Clarksville drift. So we have this place where everyone can come and drift legally. It's pretty actually, damn it was, cheap. And it was like, that was part of the reason that we came up that we, that we helped start Clarksville drift. Oh, that's awesome. Like, yeah. Like, cause, uh, uh, so like street drifting in this area was getting really bad. Uh, you know, like people were getting arrested, like people were getting hurt, people were crashing their cars. Like yeah. it was, it was bad. And uh, yeah. So we were like, kind of kept kind of whispering in Dustin's ear and 
finally, uh, you know, we started getting people coming out to the autocross events at the Clarksville Speedway. And uh, once people figured out that you could come out to an autocross event and they didn't care if you did the <laughs> autocross track, which I have a video somewhere of me drifting an autocross track. Not well, but doing still. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. And uh, eventually we got Dustin to try it. And uh, the autocross events slowly but surely became more drift people and less autocross people. And then now there's no autocross. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really what happened. Um, it became, you know, we started the drift events and it was every other month. So one month would be autocross, the next month would be drift. Yeah. And the drift events kept growing and the autocross events kept getting smaller. And so eventually they just stopped the autocross events and it was all drift. Yeah. And that was pretty much how it started. And uh, Don't worry, you still have people was, that come out to the drift events and treat guys in <laughs> autocross. No. <yeah. laughs> uh, I mean, that's, we all got to start somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was us and uh, the battle-tested guys and Misfit Toys Racing. Okay. And yeah, all those guys. And then we all teamed up and between the three groups and Dustin, we all kind of managed to throw a drift event together that has garnered a pretty significant reputation, I think. <laughs> um, I'll agree with that wording. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it has a it's reputation. Something. It does have a reputation. <laughs> uh, uh, nobody said the uh, connotation of that reputation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not it, saying it, good, bad, <laughs> ugly, whatever. It, it, is, it has a reputation. It is well known. Yep. People have heard <laughs> uh, of it. No. Yep. That accurate. Um, <laughs> no. You can uh, see cars no. of all varieties there, even. Uh, yeah. Even some that are trucks. That are diesels. Yep. And have six wheels instead of four. <laughs> Did you see my pictures of that uh, Julie drifting at the last, like yes. two events ago or yes, whatever? <laughs> Like, what's funny is, like, I turned around, I was, like, standing at the top of the hill, and I turned around, and, like, I saw a diesel charging the downhill, <laughs> and I'm like, like, I'm not even surprised anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Th th this been, is our I've life now. I've been desensitized, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, you, you'll, you can see, like, Human bringing his comp car out there, and then oh, yeah. other people bringing yeah. their stock KA car out there. And, and honestly, I think that's kind of the beauty of it, like, is that it's a local event that attracts that yeah. that diverse of a crowd. Like, I, I love like, like how beautiful some cars I've seen out there look, and how <laughs> completely garbage trash some cars out there look. Oh yeah, like well, I mean, one, one person I absolutely love, Connor Grant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite people that I've met through drifting. Uh, Trash I car think. that he's now raffling off, I think I saw. With Is the he? Yeah, the Turbo LS, like 4.8 or 5.3 or whatever car he's trying to. I, I saw the, I don't know if it was a pur on purpose typo or not, but waffling off. Nice. Um, I saw that earlier on Facebook, but. Like his car looks fun as shit. Don't get me wrong. It looks like it has a complete junkyard turbo type of setup going on with it. 
and it's a fast <laughs> car, but you look at that thing after it's caught in fire a couple times, and you're just like, this mother, this thing drives. It has a V8 I mean, and a turbo, but like, I'm still surprised that it works. And then you'll just have, um, like, oh, what's his shit? Uh, James, I'm trying to think of his last name. He had an an old eight six that he was driving out there. That I love the look of the car. Yeah. Um, and then you know, Human's comp car looks okay on a good yeah. day. <laughs> It's it's a solid ten and ten car. <laughs> it's it's a solid five out of seven. I mean ten and ten, you know, ten feet away, ten miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but with, I mean, I think that's pretty much any comp car, unless it's oh, yeah. like a top top tier pro car. <laughs> they are all like, oh man, that's such a cool car, and then you get up on it, and you're like, oh. Most of the pro one cars look pretty good. Stuff. <laughs> Like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. a top tier pro car, you know, normally they're pretty well kept. Yeah. And they, pro two cars are usually yeah. beaten to shit and back, and they're like, "Hey, I'm waiting yeah. for sponsors. What can I do?" <laughs> <laughs> um, Look but, how good this car looks on the live stream. <laughs> like, like working with Taylor Hole, I go up to his car. And I'm just like, "This is still a bitching looking Cadillac." <laughs> yeah, it really is. That thing is gnarly, man. Oh, dude! Like even up close, I'm just like. I get that it's all yep. probably like fiberglass, you know, flimsy, whatever body on it now, but the damn thing still looks rad. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. No, I, I, no, no arguments there. That Cadillac is, that thing is a beast. That's a big old booty to be swinging around. It, like it really thing. is. Um, have you I started? Don't know how he does it. Have you started trying to get any spare body parts or anything or? Nope. nope uh we have been running the same secondhand body panels for three years now uh we have decided that next year this will be the last year on these body panels um next year we'll spend the time and money and get new stuff but yep for right now we'll just keep fixing and adding fiberglass jelly and layers (laughs) I guess, like, I, I would think competing in Pro-Am, it would definitely be beneficial to have, like, two or three front bumpers and stuff like that, just that way when uh, one eventually yeah. gets broken to a point where it's not able to be put back on, if you want to make it look good, you don't, you can, or you can just run without it, of course, as many I mean, people I will. A, I have a KBD front bumper, so my front bumper is, like, the most durable thing on the car. True. <laughs> but, uh and then my back bumper is basically non-existent, so I'm good there. But then um, like you'll really have... the. I was gonna say the 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 things that take the most abuse on my car is the, the side skirts and the fenders. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. They just they just get beat. Yeah, and like but, you'll like I have a uh, <laughs> I love the picture, but I feel bad for the person. I'm not sure who it was, but I think it was an E36 that I have a shot of where the front bumper is like in the middle of the car just being dragged the whole time during the oh. run oh that hurts me that <laughs> hurts me on an emotional level um, um but yeah. i mean it, it's that whole thing of trying to be prepared for everything um mm-hmm. which you're never like unless you're reaching that like pro one level you're never going to have a spare everything because no. that would include a spare motor spare trans spare diffs everything oh um, yeah yeah no 
Like, I mean, I have some spares, not as many as I should, but sure. Um, you know, we're working on it. Um, I think right at the moment, we're just focusing on getting the car to, uh, basically just getting the car to a place where it's stable, it's reliable and, uh, and then building, building up our spares after that. That makes sense. And, uh, and I'm OCD, so I like things to match. <laughs> so uh, everything's never going to line up right on your car, though. So I mean, no, it really isn't. <laughs> it might have one day five years ago, but today it's never going to line up exactly right. There's a reason people say ch- chassis get wore out. Oh yeah, mine is vastly approaching that point. She's she's going to be retired here one of these days. Oh man, man! You're sending me pictures oh. that I didn't even take. Now I just I, I, uh, I, these these all predate you. The triangles? Uh, no, no, not the triangles. The ones before that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like uh, when it was just solid gray. Look, I still have all of a back bumper in those ones. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah I'm still looking for when I cut the back bumper. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> You said next year you plan on refreshing body panels, so that means you're definitely planning on sticking with the same car and mostly same setup. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think body panels and transmission will be the focus this off season. Okay. Um, you know, and then just driving because I've uh, not done a lot of that here so far this year. Sea time definitely so. matters. Oh yes. Um. Uh, yes. <laughs> now, yes, if you had an opportunity to swap into a different uh, chassis or setup, is there any that you you would prefer over what you have, or is it like you really enjoy being where you're at? Um, I definitely have a a. Uh, I mean, I've I've been with this car since 2013. Somewhere in there. Okay. I'm going to say 13 pretty confidently. So seven years. Um, yeah. Like I've been with this car for a long time. So I definitely like, I, I have a bond with this car. Uh, I don't want to see it get, you know, just completely written off though. That is a risk I take every time I take it out. Like, but this is a car that you um, loved so much that at one point you had it tagged and insured. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, as a matter of fact, it was tagged and insured last year. <laughs> <laughs> Not even joking. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Last year. Oh, uh, man. Just, just pull it up to McDonald's, you know, get some fast food. I'm sure they don't mind. I've got a picture of it sitting at Starbucks. <laughs> oh, I think I remember that, actually. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you just got to drive it around, get the blood flowing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Oh, my God. I just thought about the most. It's funny how many, how many like V8 muscle cars just don't even want to mess with you when you pull up, you know, in a straight pipe V8 cage Nissan. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Jake, I got an idea for a YouTube clip. Oh, goodness. Pull up to a stoplight, have someone Mm -hmm. like a Mustang or a Camaro pull up next to you. And Aubrey mm. just pops up over the window with a helmet on, but visor up. Says, "Hey, you want to race?" And lowers the visor oh, and sits God. back down. 
And then you just get the expression of whatever muscle car driver is beside. She she would totally do it. (laughs) She would totally do it. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. (laughs) She's she's ridiculous. Uh, There's there's the first of my wall taps. And I labeled them. They happened within a month. (laughs) <laughs> you see it <laughs> yes yes i do that was yeah, the actually, first I, wall tap ever uh those were two of the first significant ones okay yes. yeah uh that was beach bend and linear and okay both in september of 2018 oh man and uh yeah 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 and then uh that was where the habit started and then it just got worse <laughs> Um, the car was still stock body then as well. If you okay. notice, there are no over fenders on that. Yeah. No over fenders, no wing. Yeah. Um, that's like getting stuff ready. <laughs> um, new front bumper, wing, overs. I do love the, that headlight setup. Uh, yep. That was, uh, Mr. Brad Wallace, that was his his That's creation. Cool. I wasn't sure if that was a kit or a custom thing or what. No, no, that's all Brad. We just got some stuff and welded it together and made some headlights. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah, that's Brad. Um, oh man. Yeah, FYI, if you run clutch kickers, part of that course may be dark if you are running in at night. No, I'm bad. Don't bother me. I got my headlights are literally off-road LED bars. Yeah, there were a handful of cars that did not have working headlights there that I felt bad for. That's got to be rough. Or they have like one headlight. Hey man, I'm pretty like. Aren't headlights on tech sheet now? Like, I don't know if theirs required. Well, I don't know if they if theirs were required or not, or if they actually tested to, uh, them to have working headlights fair. during the tech. Uh, that's fair. So uh, just look at that's typical drift event fashion, like headlights. I mean, yep, you he's got head, like, yeah. yep, he's got headlights. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if they actually follow the tech sheets to a T, those you know stops would take twenty minutes a car, and you have. Oh yeah, seventy cars show up. I, oh, yeah. There's not enough time. No, yeah. Um, no, I I don't miss the logistics of helping now, run. Now, granted, run. like Clarksville, it's like, hey, your battery looked like it's strapped down. Yeah, and you, get, you got anything yeah. leaking? Nah. Okay, hey, we good. Hey, hey, dude, you ain't got nothing on that battery. Get you a bungee cord. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're missing three uh, lugs. Get two of them on at least. Come on. Ah, uh, that you, you got. Uh, if you ever have Brad Wallace on here, you need to ask him about why we have a lug nut inspection rule. At oh, Clarkson. no. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, There's man. somehow a car got through tech. Brad. Somehow a car got through tech with two of five lug nuts. Oof. Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, I've done some sketchy stuff in the name of being able to drift, but like, it's just I an unnecessary that. thing. Yeah, like man, just get you some damn lug nuts. Like, yeah, you need a five dollar bill that'll get you the rest of your lug nuts, right? 
I mean, how like uh, I'll have <clears throat> if I ever decide to get into the sport, that's at least, that's one thing I I know I'll have spares of at least. One because uh, yeah, I hate I, my current lug nuts that are on my car because they're the fucking spline bullshit. Oh, nice. Um, Hands down, like like spare lug nuts, spare lug studs, all that. Yes, yeah, I don't have any spare that. studs. Get ARP extended spare lug studs. Yes. Um, I don't think I need anything extended due to the. I have the Acorn style that. It's not just like the little nut; it's enclosed. Oh uh, yeah, no, you need the little nut, the little acorn nut. Oh, there's a picture of that shifter in that last one. Okay. If you if you need a refresher, <laughs> that's what it looked like. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Told you. It, it 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 makes me think of like a weird version of what you would have essentially in like a jeep or like a big pickup where it's like really far, like the handles quite far away from the shifting mechanism. Yep. So like you'd almost want to shift like hand, like palm facing towards you. (laughs) Oh no, no, it, it, I think it probably, I don't know if maybe it's the angle of that picture, but it, uh, it, it's not nearly as awkward. It really feels like it feels like a normal shifter to me. That's cool. Like, like I, I so badly just want to destroy your dash and make a shifter that stands straight up. Uh, we had one actually lost a couple battles because of that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, come to find out. We, yeah, I had a super tall, like truck style shifter. Yeah. And uh, that was the iteration before that shifter. Um, and uh, that shifter... Uh, it had too much weight um, and it would cause the car to fall out of gear. Oh, fuck. Yep. And it happened to me twice back to back. Yeah. So then I would change. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, look here, Jeff. Do you prefer the handbrake? Like, I don't know if your setup is still this current way. Do you prefer the handbrake to be sitting downward or a pull up versus a pullback? Yeah. Um, I can do either one. Um, I think I prefer that way because I learned how to use a handbrake on a stock handbrake. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever seen a more gorgeous picture than that sun that uh, sun yeah. going down? Still need you to blow that one up and frame it for me. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I bet I have better pictures of it than that. But yeah, we can Dude, definitely that get that one, done. That one makes my heart happy. It's really cool. I, I do like it. Um, uh, Mayor of Drift photos uh, coming soon. <laughs> there you go. Mayor of Drift. Oh, my God. I wonder and if the, I should change it over to that. I like that kind of. And again, nobody knows what we're talking about. Oh, that, that 100% accurate. Um, and I love it. Yeah. And then it'll be like, why are you the mayor of Drift? Then we have this little story that only we know, but I may or may not yeah, tell people. That's great. Like you can you can tell them, and then like they feel included afterwards. Yeah. Well, let me in, let me let me let you in on this little secret of mine. Mm. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. The oh, brain orange cool, looks man. good. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah. Uh, don't worry. Don't worry. The color scheme's not changing. Yeah. So, that's good. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be different, but it'll be, it'll still be gray, orange, and white. Okay. I even actually, I redid, we redid the inside of the trailer. Uh, and the trailer in on the inside is gray and orange and white. So did you make yeah, buddy paint? And our team shirt. I did make buddy paint. Oh, that poor guy. Why, why are you so mean to buddy? Mm, he's a glutton for punishment. What's that word? Masochist. He's yeah, masochist. I can see that. Yeah. Buddy basically oh, screams up masochist. I got to sign a whole bunch of autographs. Oh, the metronome's back. Yeah, it is. Give me oh, one. No, it left. Nope, it left. Okay. I'm going to flag that just okay. so I can kind of edit that part out of the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> what? We've been recording this whole time? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. So so we're about to start the podcast. So anyway. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, so did you ever say sorry, what, just, like, what actually got you no, into drifting? Was it just the car culture? Uh, I mean, I, I, I touched on it. Um, you know, we, uh, like I said, I started hanging out with Marco and Mike Montanti and That's all right. these guys and, uh, you know, the slide faction, if you can remember that far back. Um, like, you know, Marco's yeah, a bad I mean, influence, right? Uh, no, Marco's a great influence. <laughs> it just depends on your opinion of influence. I just don't um, like bug eye Corvettes. Yeah, I just don't. In terms of drifting, I just don't like Corvettes. Sorry. Okay, well, you're a bad they're, person. It's been great having you all. No. <laughs> they're they're just the noses are too long. They're just awkward. Like I don't know. I just I like people do cool stuff with them, and people have made them look really cool. Like. I mean, Matt I mean, Fields clearly, made a 99 run with a Corvette, but yeah, Cor- Corvettes suck. I get it. It's cool. I mean, I didn't say they suck. I just said I don't like them. You know, they're, they're <laughs> the worst car ever, according to you, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that. Jake Elliott, hater of all Corvettes ever made. <laughs> Title of this podcast. Yeah. Corvette <laughs> hater, Jake Elliott. Yes. All Marcos fault. <laughs> I, I just want to see a Corvette now. They don't have a big oh. nose, so you can love them at least. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's just yeah, a mid-engine just... and all automatic. <laughs> mm. Yeah, some, it's only a matter of time. Oh, yeah. I'm waiting to see the first person that does a swap to... Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if you just essentially don't need the torque tube and you can instead use an old Cor- like a C7 Corvette transmission or C6. I'm sure. I'm sure you can. But uh, I don't know. I I literally don't know anything about them. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, was there anything else that you're hoping about chatting on here about, or? Um. Human smells funny. Um. Human smells funny. I've never yeah. noticed. Um. You've got to. You've got to hug him for like. 13 seconds I've done that before yeah before it gets to you maybe Uh, it's because you're tall oh that's probably you two are both short so you're kind of on that same level how does it feel to be on the same level as who (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) I don't know (laughs) nah I love human oh he's the best he's 
He's my favorite. I don't have anyone else as, that will play StarCraft with me other than Human. As I as I uh, as I commonly say, he is the prettiest Pro Two driver I know. Wow! Like, see, I gotta be I gotta be careful about saying that too, because you know, then there's like Kelsey and stuff, and like people get offended. Have you ever seen Andrew Schulte? Andrew Schulte is pretty. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He is a very pretty man. Um. <laughs> what other pretty Pro Two drivers are there? Oh. Uh, Dustin Miles is pretty dreamy. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> can't i can't even <laughs> uh buddy call buddy buddy's probably got a list oh he probably has oh, a top 10 list i found the starbucks picture oh shit <laughs> i'm still sending you pictures yes you, you are. Now have the entire evolution of my With car burger king in the finish. background yep um let's take, take your race car to starbucks day <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a cute one at so, so like, oh, have you told Human that he's pretty and like the prettiest one in front of Hearst? So Hearst just had to live with that. You know, now that I think about it, I don't think I've said it in front of Hearst. I'll have to do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll I wonder who's the fastest foot racer in Pro Two. Oh, that's a close one. You know, uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think Kuman and Jonathan might have might have some stuff to contribute there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think Kuman got bit by Jonathan's boost lag. I think Kuman got him off the I still have the I, if I scroll back, I guarantee I still have the videos. Kuman oh, got him off the line. Oh, he did. I, I saw it. Yeah, he got him off the line, but Jonathan's boost lag, man, he came in and Well, see, Human yeah, just has these little legs in, that move really quick and Jonathan has that longer <laughs> Yeah, longer step that just ended up in the long run was much like once he was able to build up that RPM, he was able to get ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I said, man, boost lag. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, you're not wrong. It, it was basically SR20 versus you know like a 2J, and yep. <laughs> yeah. Should have gotten like super technical and like something with a really short rod length and then yeah. something with a longer rod length. Yeah, yeah. it's all uh, it's all stroke versus bore. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, we seem to have we, we need a good foot race in pro am. Look at that gorgeous photo. Mm -hmm. See, I believe, like. Uh, that's your your lady friend right there, isn't it? Where she the, took the this one? one I sent you. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Usually, she wasn't shooting at that slow of a shutter speed. If it was, that's a great photo, and she did an amazing job. I don't know. You got to ask her. I swear, I remember you guys telling me that that was like her first time shooting, and then she got that shot. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I have an awesome girlfriend. Have Life is good. She's she's pretty cool. I like her. But you should keep her. I plan on it. I, I definitely do. Um she puts up with me, so that's like ninety percent of the test. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I mean Tiffany, same way. Yeah. Like same uh, same, same. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, like right now she's, yeah. she's, uh, she's playing Zelda while I get to talk to you. So it's a win-win. <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry at this, at this point, I'm just like sending you my, like 
pictures that make me happy. <laughs> like pictures of the race car that make me happy. Yeah. That's fair. And and was that your shirt oh, box? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Nate, Nate sent us that one. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh well, except for like uh I guess I could Oh yeah. I'll be washing the car. Send you these ones, I guess. Um, now, have, have you have you started or do you have much of a YouTube presence at all at this moment? I have a YouTube. It has no presence. It has no presence. <laughs> it is not Christmas on Jake's YouTube. No presence. I have like 13 followers, maybe. Well, we need to yeah. we need up that follower count. Yeah. Um, Once I can focus on building content and not building a car <laughs> you, you do realize that building a car is content right ah, that's what they say <laughs> mm. oh um, there you go remember i told you i redid the inside of the trailer yes yeah oh they're not there they're there oh uh, there that looks good that looks very good now i got those cool little uh light pod thingies that are going to be hooked up to a solar panel oh very cool are you gonna yeah. run, are you gonna have RGB strips in there? Uh, I will probably integrate some sort of party mode, but I haven't figured out exactly how. Okay. So, well, yeah. Let's, but for let's now, get to, we're let's just, get together we're after this. No. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no stripper pulls though. Um, Sorry, it's a lot. What the hell? I can't. I can't, I can't have strobe lights and RGBs and a stripper pole and Buddy all in the same trailer. How is Buddy supposed to make money for your team? It's a team effort. Look, all I'm saying is Buddy, I've seen it, and it's you don't want to see it. Buddy is a beautiful soul, and he can make your team money. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> People... <laughs> can't keep a straight face all right okay jeff i'm officially out of pictures to send you does okay. that mean the podcast is over I, i'm pretty sent sure you probably like I've, I've sent you at least 100 yeah <laughs> I, I i think those two are tying up at about the same time um mm -hmm. car looks amazing god i can't wait to see you out there again uh, the um, car looks like smacked ass right at the moment but so amazing it will look amazing it will look amazing are, are you saying smacked ass does not look amazing um it, i guess it depends on which ass it's like on the smacked ass smacked, it's like smacked buddy ass oh man now it's everyone not, has to picture that good. why would you do that yep. to, to all I mean, five of anybody, my listeners are now gonna have to hear it, that if anybody's listening at an hour and 47 minutes in, I figure we're just talking at this point. <laughs> Do you like, I've had people comment to like, tell me about how much they love my podcast and what I'm doing. So I was I mean, shocked. I mean, I am not all the way caught up. I will admit, but the oh, it's cool that you hate me. I understand. I have, I have enjoyed. <laughs> um, just listen to the Nate Hamilton ones and R. Kennedy and Taylor Hole at least. And uh, Z is so cool. She is so <laughs> freaking amazing. And I talked to her yeah. the other day and she's totally down with doing another podcast. I'm like, awesome. Dude, she, we were at LS Fest last year and she just like, just like walked up and was like, hey, MZ. And we were like, 
hey <laughs> and then and then we were friends like she Just said, like yeah, she said if the borders open by LS Fest, yeah. she plans on coming for LS Fest East. Hell yeah. Dude, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, because uh, who battled her? I think Josh got to battle her. Yeah, I think he. I don't remember. Uh, she beat him remember. and then she went up against Human. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then she lost to Human and yeah. then Human beat, beat somebody. And Which, then- granted, I mean, LS3 versus LS7. There's kind of a power yeah. difference there, but like, yeah, I mean, at Beach Bend it matters, but it doesn't. I mean, as long as you've got enough to run the man line at Beach Bend, you've got enough to, to pretty much beat anybody. Yeah, um, but, but yeah, it, that, it was awesome having her out there. Um, she yeah, drives yeah, no, like she's a beast. Super cool. Yeah, she does. Uh, <laughs> uh, if she, if like I said, if you know, like you were saying, rather if uh, she can make it back out. Uh, LSS will be very cool to see her again. Yeah, um, I've, I've been like I've been trying to talk up as many of the events out on, especially this side that I can, trying to get people like Nate Hamilton to come out to them and yeah, yeah. Z to come out and uh, whatever else. So yeah, um, I, I need a uh, Sebastian Gautier to oh, make dude, the trek yes. down with the new S15. Um, that thing looks rad. I just saw a picture of that today or yesterday or something. Yeah, um, you know, like the dark blue. Like, yes, it's it's so not his style. Like there, his style has been like loud and like flamboyant colors and like really bright neon. Like, and then like he drops this S fifteen and it's just like this really subtle like dark blue. Be- beautiful car, but yeah. it's just like the opposite of everything that he's done so prior to this. What I'm about so. to say is probably going to make anyone out there that likes cars hate me. But oh, <laughs> that car looks like a baby GTO. Like uh, when I look, I could see it. When I looked at it, I'm just like, I, like I had to do a double glance to make sure it wasn't a GTO, just from like the <laughs> the spoiler on it, and just like the body lines are so similar. Yeah. Just it's smaller, so that was the only giveaway that it wasn't a GTO to me. Yeah. Um, and th- granted, this was looking at it from the side. If you see the front or back, then it's obviously not a Pontiac and whatever else. Right, but, right. Yeah. Um, just from the side, I was just like, holy shit, my car looks similar to an S15. I'm keeping my car forever. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. See that. <laughs> um, I, I wonder if they make S15 style body kits for the GT now. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, just put the engine back in it. Jeez. I have plans. I, I talked to someone today about plans for that. So there you go. That's um, what I like to hear. Yes. Uh, of uh, getting the engine essentially fully finished, disassembled, honed, if needed, board, reassembled. And then I would just be in charge of having to put um, accessories and stuff back on and get it back in. But he would he would do head, uh, a valve job and reassembly and hone. So um, not too bad. No, I I have to figure out if I'm going to keep the heads on there. If if anyone has really good info for what I need to do on an LS one with two forty one heads and has Andy. listened this far on the podcast, <laughs> Andy. Yeah, Andy I, hasn't. I guarantee Andy hasn't listened and won't listen this far on no, the podcast. No, he won't. He'll probably see my name and just not listen to any of it. But. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I know my, the, my uh, buddy that's doing it is just like, Hey, just go to 
BTR and get what you need because everything mm-hmm. Brian Tooley he says does is amazing. Uh, I mean, so I don't can't know. argue with that. Can't argue with that. Um, I, my original thoughts were I'll just buy a bundle from Texas Speed because they put everything in nice little packages that makes it seem super easy to order. Right. But I'll fig- I gotta figure I out mean, something. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, car stuff. Just <laughs> pick, pick, pick a direction and go. That's all you gotta do. That sounds easy. That's what I'll do. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Just do a thing where you get everything accomplished all at once. Deal. Yeah, do that. That sounds way better. <laughs> Oh man! Well, dude, uh, I greatly appreciate you spending your almost two hours with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, man, it has been almost two hours. It has been an absolute blast, and absolutely, well, I uh, I enjoyed every every second. If there's any other yeah. shout outs you need to do, or anyone else you want to thank or anything, you're more than welcome to. Um, we've already Let's commented see. about Smelly Human. Yeah, well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) That one one got me. (laughs) (laughs) If he listens this far, he's going to text me or you or both and be like, what the hell? I don't smell. (laughs) You're seriously telling everyone I smell this is bullshit. Um, who else? Uh, Andy, Buddy, Brad, Tony, Josh, uh, Zach, Drew, um, uh, Tiffany, Aubrey, um, uh, hi, mom, um, (laughs) uh, uh, come on, come on, I can do this. Who else? Oh my god, you're forgetting uh, like 14 people. God, probably. <laughs> uh, Stefan, Stefan, Sierra. Uh, I'll shout out to Jonathan just because, you know, yeah, he's like, he's all right. He beat Human in a foot race. And, yeah, uh, it's I impressive. Mean, yeah, I mean, Human's pretty fast, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, he's a he's a better foot racer than he is beer chugger. So, yeah, for sure. Though, if you ever like want a guaranteed win in a like a chug off or whatever, uh, yeah, you can go ahead and challenge him. And we'll do. I mean, he's going to yeah. wear a mask now anyway, so. I, yeah, I don't know. So- maybe maybe he'll get like a special mask made that has like a seal, <laughs> so he can chug through. I don't know. I don't know why, but now I'm picturing human singing "Kiss by Kiss from a Rose" because of Seal, and it makes me happy. I mean, maybe (laughs) human is maybe human and Seal are they cousins? Are the same? They could be. I mean, oh my god, who knows? I don't know. Conspiracy. Let's let's start that. Let's start that new hashtag. Yeah, human and Seal are cousins. You know, I've never seen them both in the same room. Just saying that. I'm saying, man. I'm saying. Saying my Goku. Yep. <laughs> well, on that note. Okay, sir. And then, and then somehow you've got to cue the the FBI, or not the FBI, uh, the X Files. Uh, the truth is out there. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. So when you go to edit this later, I 
there better be X Files at the end. Um, <laughs> due to the fact that uh, copyrights are a thing, and no, but uh, I, I wish I could. Like, can't you just like? Well, I think it's under seven it, seconds it, or something. You can, so probably could. But. Make it, make it with, make it with your mouth. Just like you know, that's what I did. Just like, ding, ding. Yeah, see, you can do it. Well, that's all we got for everyone today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff, it's been a blast, buddy. It always, always is a, to a pleasure to, to chat. I love you so much, Jake. And love I'm too, sure man. I will see you at every event that you can make it to. Yeah, hopefully uh, here soon there there will be a dramatic shift from building the car to driving the car. That's <laughs> what I'm hoping for. <laughs> so Sounds we'll like be out there. All right, buddy. <laughs>